Welcome to the Health and Wellness Show, everybody. Today is Friday, September 22nd, 2017. My name is Jonathan. I'll be your host for today. Joining me in our virtual studio from all over the planet, we have Erica, Tiffany, Doug, Elliot, and Gabby. Full crew today. Hey, guys. Can you all hear me? Yes, bros. Hello. Guys. Oh, there we go. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Hello. Awesome. So uh, today our topic is uh, idiocracy. Are we there yet? And uh, we're going to go over uh, just some things uh, that have been happening and are happening in our culture, in our society that reflect the movie uh, Idiocracy starring Luke Wilson. Uh, so any of our listeners have, have probably seen that film. If you haven't really, it's really worth it. Uh, fair warning. It's vulgar. Uh, and it's, and it's pretty dumb, but it's actually really poignant. <laughs> so, and we'll, we'll kind of go over why, uh, throughout today's show. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been seeing this all over the place myself. Just like, um, uh, I guess you might have had to have seen an idiocracy to, to have some context for this, but <clears throat> like the, the whole, uh, electrolytes and watering plants with the energy drink, that, that part of the plot, uh, I've been noticing. <laughs> more and more like you just yeah what do we got going on there rondo it's what plants <laughs> crave i don't know what is happening <laughs> yeah whoever is making noise stop it <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right doug what were you gonna say yeah I was just going to say, like, I know, like, the movie came out in 2005. And um, yeah. if anybody hasn't seen it, there is, like, a, 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 an energy drink that's kind of featured in the in the film called Brondo. And it yes. basically, at that point, society has become so stupid that they've replaced everything that you would normally use water for, except for toilets, oddly enough, um, with this sports drink. So yeah. they're using it to kind of water their crops and, and everything it like that. It comes out of the drinking fountains. Yeah. But I remember when, like, Gatorade was first kind of, like, I mean, it wasn't when it first came out, but when it was kind of rising in popularity and was really becoming big, they actually, their their sales pitch was that it was superior to water. Like, it was better to water in X number of ways. And it was just kind of like, wow, like, how stupid are people, really? Well, even outside of Brondo itself and them using it to... (laughs) props and whatever. I think it's representative of big science's stupidity and how they're completely just shitting all over the entire Mm -hmm. environment with the GMOs Mm -hmm. and the monocrops and all that. So I think in a deeper way, it speaks to the destruction of our our food source. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the corruption of science. To put an example. Yeah. Yes, you were going to say, Gabby? Are we at? Yeah, Gabby, go ahead, please. Oh, I think I have a delay, so I'll just keep talking until I finish my story. (laughs) It's basically because Duke was saying that, you know, when Gatorade came out, there was all this scientific evidence that it was better than water, and how stupid is that? Well, I have a story, a recent story, like, for example, in Spain, when somebody has diarrhea, doctors will not recommend water anymore. They will recommend 
the Spanish equivalent of the drink of Gatorade drink. Oh, no way. Brando? <laughs> Pedialyte. <laughs> yeah, Brando. Brought to you by Brando. <laughs> <laughs> so when people will ask me, oh, so shall I drink Brondo? I have to explain very patiently that I'm against it because it's not really natural. Like you will not like water the plants with Brondo because they will die. So you will not drink that yourself because you need to get better. You know? <laughs> so we go go back to basic concepts. Yeah. Yeah. But it's got a For some brief context uh, for people who may not be familiar. <laughs> and fair warning, spoiler alert. Uh, so the general idea, Luke Wilson is this uh, army corporal. He's a very average guy, average appearance, average intelligence, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they, they pick him. Uh, to use for a suspended animation experiment in the military. So they throw him into a pod, and he they can't find a suitable partner, so they use a prostitute whose name is, what, Rita? Uh, and then yeah. it goes wrong. They wake up 500 years later, and there you go. Now they're in the future, and everybody has become uh, idiots, and the world is kind of, like, barely functioning. So that's some context mm-hmm. for, for what, you know, and it's obviously it's a comedy, but it's been referred yeah. to over and over and over as, you know, a, a, a accurate documentary of where we are now. <laughs> yeah. And at the beginning I mean, the of whole... the movie, they're uh, showcasing two couples where one is a very intellectually bright couple and they're, you know, putting off having children because of all these reasons like the stock market and it's not the right time and they're just overanalyzing it to death. And they end up not having children. And then they're this other couple. Mm. They're completely stupid. Kind of like something off the Jerry Springer show. If anybody's <laughs> ever seen it. Like hillbilly trash, basically. And they're just repopulating for generations the over plan. and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> I forget yeah. about that montage. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's basically that they're, they're saying that, it, you know, as stupid keep, people keep on reproducing and the intellectual people kind of keep on not reproducing, you end up with a population that's entirely stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Which is what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's five well, they, years in the future. There has been research that smarter people have fewer children. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does seem like, like that. I mean, well, not in all cases, of course. No, of course not. But I, I, in I, general, I do. It, it's it's hard to say. Like it, it certainly seems like that. But um, you know, you can't really you can't really say that with coming off as like completely judgmental and saying all these these people with like you know twelve kids or something like that are obviously stupid. But I don't I don't know. I think it's a you, you can look at it from a from an evolutionary perspective. I think uh, it's you know uh, started with with having uh, hands to do labor. I mean, you would have tons of kids because you lived a subsistence lifestyle, whether it was on a farm or on the on the coast somewhere or whatever. Mm. And uh, you know, aside from the obvious biological mandate to to reproduce, uh, that would be the practical reason for having lots of kids. Would be to have a lot of people. Yeah. Around. And another practical reason is because there wasn't birth control. Mm. I was just going right. to say that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe now that so, um, 
you know, there is birth control and people have more control over kind of when they're deciding to reproduce. It's kind of like, you know, the, the neurotic quote unquote smarter, but tend to also be more neurotic are probably overthinking the process way too much. When's the right time? Should we do sure. it at all? Yeah, well, that's a thought of mine. I mean, I, I, I don't have children and I always figured if I did, uh, you know, with, with my partner decide to have children that it would be well, when we, we were stable and had enough money, you know, that that was always that kind never of happens. Thought. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it certainly hasn't happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I also I think, think though, maybe it takes a certain level thing, of uh, awareness to Sorry, I, I was just going to say, I think it maybe takes a certain level of awareness, too, to kind of, like, look around at the world and maybe be like, you know what, maybe it's not the best world to be bringing children into. Maybe I don't want to keep on perpetuating yeah. this cycle. That's another part of it, yeah, for sure. That's Maybe that's kind of bleak for a show that's supposed to be lighter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think to the evolutionary thing that, uh, you know, if you look at, like, what I said about people having more hands around for labor. If you just look at it from a purely analytical point of view, that that would translate into what we see as like the quote unquote lower class today, because over time the groups of people who had to do that kind of labor to survive were generally the, the lower financial class. Right. So that, I think that's how it's translated into now. You see, you could almost make an argument that like, I, I'm not trying to stereotype here, but like the, the single welf welfare mom, is a is an evolutionary result of you know our culture and, and how it happened um certainly propped up by other things i mean the fact that and, and mm -hmm. i am aware no offense to mothers at all but it does exist that there are there are women who have children because you get money for that you know and, and yeah. so please please don't get me wrong i'm not trying to paint a wide brush there are few and far between but it does happen so that's a yeah but the amount of, of money that they get really doesn't make up for the extra cost of having a child. Right. And you have to right. think about, I mean, not to say that they don't do that. They probably just don't even think about that part because <laughs> I'm sure that they're all say. They don't think. But yep. uh, having a, a large family, I mean, that's a lot of mouths to feed. So you mm -hmm. balance the shared labor with you know, people taking away the little bit of resources that you do have with your shared yeah. labor. And yeah. I don't know which one would come out on top. <laughs> yeah. So speaking to idiocracy, I think there's a, there's a lot of really creepy parallels to this. Another one is the, the president in the film. There's this president Camacho. <laughs> who's like a, like a wrestler, right? Yeah. Camacho. Uh, Camacho. Yeah. What's and, his and, I mean, he's name? A, well, as a side note, that's kind of all the characters have some sort of fast food in their name, like Velveeta is another character in there, and um, Dorito. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, here you go. Yeah, I, I found it. So. I, f I found um, the uh, I found the name. President, uh, the president is President. Du uh, oh. oh, I I think I'm on a delay. Sorry, guys. What's the name? What's the I'm name? Coming through a, a couple of seconds late. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Elizondo <gasps> and Herbert Camacho. 
Okay. <laughs> no offense yeah. to the Camacho surname nor the Elizondo one. I do know quite a few yeah. of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So President Camacho is this uh, he, really big buff dude with gigantic muscles and a long wig on. I guess he was a wrestler and he's dressed like a wrestler and he's up in front of the Senate reading this ridiculous speech off of a teleprompter and he's cursing all throughout his speech and mispronouncing words and making all these promises and then they have all the state delegates down at the bottom like shouting them down and calling them names and saying South Carolina (laughs) (laughs) representing their state. And yeah. he's grabbing his crotch during the speech is completely ridiculous. But yeah, it, it was, Kid Rock came out. <laughs> Does everybody remember Kid Rock? Like in the nineties, he was basically like, uh, I wasn't it just like my name is Kid or my name is Kid Rock or something like that. It, it was he was ridiculous. Like it was basically just this white rapper guy, uh-huh. and he was kind of like a backwoods hillbilly type and uh yeah, yeah just just total I think he was of, from detroit though yeah okay yeah like a trailer park maybe but i could be misrepresenting him <laughs> anyway he's running for senate yeah yeah he's running for senate yeah. and uh there was an article on sot uh and uh actually jonathan you were you were leading us into this i think did you want to take over Oh, just talking about the, the parallels, yeah, between our political figures these days. Uh, yeah, they're, they're like, I think that the makers of Idiocracy did an unintentional caricature of, of where our political system was going, but they were like, they were super accurate. It's it's become this sense that uh, policy is, is mm-hmm. secondary to your, you know, your personality or your brand, Um so, you know, Trump, whereas like when he came yeah. to the presidency, everybody was kind of like here or there. Well, you know, yeah, he's, you know, he's boisterous, but maybe he'll do some good things. I, I, you know, personally, I see, I don't see him as the devil. So don't take me wrong there. But I do see him as kind of outing himself as being this like idiotic, blusterous media personality. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of like what his character almost boils down to in my mind. Like if you dug deep, that's kind of as far as he would go. But that's, you know, that's just my opinion. Um, mm. So that I don't, yeah. you know, like I said, it, 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 we don't need to get into Trump right now. Although, like, Kid Rock is another really good parallel. Uh, he, I, I would, you know, I'd be more yeah. frightened of Kid Rock being in a position of power than, than Donald Trump per se. Uh, <laughs> yeah, his speech was ridiculous. Yeah, it was President Camacho. It, it was exactly funny. He had an American <laughs> flag draped around his shoulders, you know. And yeah. was like cursing and like he was cursing his and like yeah he grabbed yeah. his crotch yeah he was cursing yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it was almost it was more it was like almost a like, rock yeah, yeah, that's like he, like he of... actually watched stuff yeah. oops say, say again Elliot I think I've got a lag sorry I think I've got a lag I think we all do. that's okay I think we all, all do I think we all, yeah. <laughs> Okay, right. I was just going to say that it's almost like Kid Rock, um, like he actually watched that film, Idiocracy, and he sort of took cues Mm. on how to um, hold himself because the the parallels are staggering. 
Um, and, and I was actually yeah. quite um, quite sort of flabbergasted when I saw the article and I watched the video because all of my memories of Kid Rock was almost like uh, I guess I used to think that he was sort of um, it was more like a comedy act like a theatrical performance and that he didn't actually exist this guy that you know he mm. presented himself to be with all these funny music videos and stuff it's kind of like you know this guy doesn't really exist he's he's you like know, a, he's, like he's, a, he's not serious, but then he's running this. This same person is running like for, LG kind of for what senator or something, and it's just insane. It's just <laughs> yeah, basically, it's just like a joke. <laughs> he was serious all along, I guess. <laughs> I lost a few yeah. words. Yeah. The last words. Well, another thing that stood out about. Uh, about the movie Idiocracy was their purient view of sex. Yeah. Like everything was hypersexualized and focused on body parts. Like the TV show that they had was a guy just getting slammed in his crotch over and over and over <laughs> again. And that was high comedy for them. Uh, oh, my balls. That's high comedy now. Masturbating to porn. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a normal nothing at all shameful about it you know people take out time to be as they say in the movie uh yeah so yeah and it, it is kind of like you know you do definitely see that mirrored kind of in our culture right now like mm-hmm. especially you know some of the some of the shows that are out there are more, more kind of crass comedy level and, uh, you know, even uh, there was a good example, actually, of a, um, a, uh, an article I think was originally in Waking Times, but it was up on SOT, um, talking about uh, TV commercials mm-hmm. and how they kind of appeal in this way of this, like a lot of them have this kind of juvenile sense of humor to them. And like, it's almost like, you know, like school kids, like giggling about bodily functions and sex and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and it really yeah. kind of that's, that's the level that it's sort of appealing at. And you just get these little 30-second spots. And, and these this is like the shared culture now, right? So everybody's kind of like relating to that and like bringing out quotes from certain ads or viral videos or whatever the case may be. Yeah, everything is being shortened down. I mean, we were talking a number of years ago about how, you know, people's attention span had reduced to about two minutes, right? And that's, that's pretty mm-hmm. much as much as you got unless you can uh, – you know, have something to keep it longer than that. But for a coherent thought, point A to point B, you've got about two minutes. And I think that that's actually decreasing. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's kind of the the topic of the show is, are we there yet? I mean, it is a entertaining movie, kind of became a cult classic. But, um, you know, are we seeing those those parallels in that movie? If you go back and watch it now, it's been, what, 11 years and it is frightening. I mean, just that uh, we were talking about in the show about writing a few weeks past, or maybe it was last week and or the week before, and you know, just the communication mode of how everything is just grunts and moans and and weird slang and no attention span yeah. and highly sexualized language and everyone refers to each other in a really like derogatory terms. It's just bizarre. Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. I would not find it entertaining anymore if I would watch it today, Idiocracy. 
Mm -hmm. will, I think it will be painful, you know. Like, I remember, for example, like, the education system, like, Chatter said, yeah, it's also the educational system, the deliberate dumping down of America. And I remember in the movie, there was, like, people went, like, to McDonald's to get their, their information, and the university was sponsored by yeah. McDonald's or something, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can see now yeah. today, like, <laughs> like, you have nutrition conferences that are sponsored by Nestle, well, all these companies, like, you know, Kellogg's, and, you know, that's yeah. completely, like, idiocracy. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. it was Carl's Jr. that had the um, ran the hospital, <laughs> and yeah. so they were all wearing like Carl's Jr.'s <laughs> uniforms, and it it had like a a fast food feel to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah, and they were in a Costco at one point, and the lawyer said, "Oh yeah, this is where I got my law degree." <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> And the Costco was like so, the yeah. size of an entire town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, signs of idiocracy have been coming out and being noticed ever since the, the movie came out, of course. But one of the recent ones that stood out to me, aside from this last Kid Rock speech, which was the epitome so far uh, <laughs> yeah. of like real world <laughs> manifestation of that movie. But there was a video of a guy playing po Pokemon Go who walked off of a pier while he was playing it. Yeah. He's looking at his phone, trying to chase yeah. the Pokemon, and just bloop right off the pier into the water. And that was, I thought that was pretty yeah. classic in that regard. It was, it was hilarious, but at the same time, very sad. There was another guy yes. too who ended up like wrapping his car around a, a foam pole or that because yeah. he was by his Pokemon Go, which he was playing at the same time as he was driving. Yeah, there's been lots yeah. of car accidents, and one boy got lost in a cave because he followed a Pokemon somewhere <laughs> oh man yeah like it's just it, it it's i mean you know we could get into this whole thing about like these our, our devices and our technology and stuff because i think that that actually kind of plays a hand in in some of you know obviously like people have been stupid for you know since the human race has existed like a percentage of the the human race is is, is kind of less intelligent mm -hmm. shall we say and so but it does really seem like it is escalating and there are kind of signs around us that things are getting stupider and stupider. And I think that, uh, that technology probably plays a role in that. I mean, just the fact that, I mean, having this device in your hand that is so distracting and it's like, you know, you're getting a dopamine hit every time you're looking at it to the point where you can't even drive your car anymore without like looking at it. You need some kind of, uh, you know, Oh, I haven't checked my phone in 30 seconds. I better do that. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And I mean, you, you think about, um, you know, memory, um, and how only a generation ago people had like several phone numbers memorized, you know, they had birth dates because they didn't have Facebook telling them when people's birthdays were, they remembered people's birthdays. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it seems like now you don't have to remember phone numbers. You don't have to remember birthdays. You don't have to remember anything. So it's kind of like, yeah. as long as you've got your device with you, it's like, that's your external memory. It's mm -hmm. like, I don't need to actually use my brain anymore because I've got this little, uh, device that reminds me of absolutely everything. So I, I think that there's something to be argued for technology actually making us stupider. I agree. Yeah. 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 It's mm -hmm. a crutch, right? Um, my girlfriend and I just had a moment like this. Uh, yeah, it's, it's also, um, and she said, uh, Hey, she, she said, she said, Hey, it's in this book. 
And uh, so we pulled it out and looked it up and then had a brief moment of like surprise and embarrassment at, at having surprise that we looked something up in a book. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> hey, we used a book. <laughs> so This pre-Google yeah. device. Yeah. You can tell that I'm old when I go into a restaurant if I have to eat alone and I take a paper bag, a book, <laughs> the yeah. whole book, yeah. and I read it, and everybody's like, whoa, look at that. There's a neuroscientist well, one of the articles um, we looked at, actually at the University that, of Swansea. Uh, oh. uh, go on, Elliot. Go on, Elliot. I th- yeah, I think I'm going to have to uh, disconnect because I think my lag's quite bad. I was I was just going to quickly say um, there's a, a neuroscientist at the University of Swansea who um, who basically is sort of does research on the effects of the mobile devices on the brain um, and and this this constant sort of addictive tendency to to continually look down at the at the screen. Um, and he says that this this kind of addiction is is one which actually uh, causes physical damage to the prefrontal cortex, um, and so mm. it it could very um, genuinely be damaging the brain. Um, and and he's mm. concerned that no one really knows how bad that could be because it's only sort of recently that this technology has become available. Um, and so, you know, it, he, I think he, he's fairly fairly scared at the possibility that, you know, you're going to have severely brain-damaged individuals over the next 10, 15 years um, just just from looking at the technology. Um, so, hmm. yeah. Well, the free frontal cortex is responsible for planning and impulse control and motivation and forming memories. So those get damaged. And- you're talking about like a walking idiot. Mm. Pretty much. Yeah. And if you got people walking yeah. off the pier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Self-evident. So what? I think I had brought this up once before. I want to get show, but, uh, you guys take on what is the difference between a stupid person Oh, it looks like we an just an idiot, someone who's ignorant, and what else? A dummy. A dummy. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a good question. I guess ignorant, kind of like a dummy, stupid person. We're having uh, a lot of delay. Okay. Yeah, and, and we're having some choppiness too, at least from my end. Tiffany, could you repeat mm-hmm. what your question was? I didn't hear it very well. Oh. I think the we question was, ahead. yeah, what is the, the difference between an idiot, a stupid person, and a dummy? Are there differences? Sure. Well, there's uh, willfully ignorant, right? Uh, somebody who's then like on the opposite side of things are um, handicapped by their circumstances, whether it be like, you know, some kind of uh, malformation at birth or something like that, of course. But uh, I think a lot of people are victims of their own uh, selfishness 
uh, you know, maybe narcissism, but it's not quite, it's not, not full blown or fully developed. It's just like, it has just enough power to just make you do stupid things over and over. <laughs> if that makes sense. And then ignorance kind of falls into that too. Just, yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, maybe somebody who, uh, like, okay, so this is going to be a supercharged example, especially in the current climate. But think of like an old man who grew up in a racist culture and is a racist. And that person is like really annoying to hang out with, et cetera, et cetera. But they're not a bad person per se. Like they would never be violent or they would never say something like that to somebody's face so they can be civil. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to excuse racism. That's why I said it's really charged. But I, I think that, you know, that person you could more label as like ignorant as being like an evil person. Like they were just brought up a certain way that stuck. And, and there you have it. And they stick with yeah. what's comfortable. Yeah. And then a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that I could just know, be a slang word. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, doesn't that come from yeah. Dumkopf? Isn't that the German word? Oh, probably. You guys, we got cut out, so we're assuming that but Doug and I was having this really great conversation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was no. awesome. Yeah. It was like a total goal. Yeah. Was oh, no, no, I didn't hear you. Uh, <laughs> so share, share with us oh, your enlightenment, because we went over what you were trying to say, Tiffany, and then um, we lost well, you. Yeah, I think maybe you guys have probably covered it at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about the difference between kind of like somebody who's ignorant versus someone who's actually stupid. Yeah, and then we were talking about uh, maybe stupid idiots are people who are aware that there's information out there to be had, but Mm. they purposely push it off like it's something that they don't want at all. Mm -hmm. And to pursue knowledge would be somehow, uh, I don't know inferior yeah well it's, yeah it's, well it's fear, right? i don't know yeah, what it is fear. Hmm. yeah i think it's yeah. yeah i mean when you're yeah if you don't want to confront something usually it's fear-based i would say mm-hmm. and because yeah. that would then take them out of their like i knew a guy years ago who um when the um when the uprising happened in in egypt what was that five years ago uh five or six years ago that uh that told me that he just didn't care he was like yeah i know stuff is mm. happening but it, it just doesn't it, it doesn't affect my life so i don't care mm. you know and i think that's a big that that's really prevalent is that idea of like it's they're just kind of afraid to expose themselves to other things it's more comfortable to not be exposed yeah well i found a one definition of stupid as stupid is lacking normal quickness and keenness of mind foolish or without sense. Hmm. And then apparently the ancient Greeks used the word idiotic. They used it kind of as an insult. And to put it into context, uh, from what I read, it said, um, when a person, uh, when a person's behavior becomes idiotic and they define idiotic as myopically concerned with private things and unmindful of common things, just like uh-huh. the guy you just mentioned. Uh, then that person is believed to be like a rudderless ship without consequence, save for the danger it poses to others. Hmm. 
That's so interesting. So it's interesting that they bring up that the person is completely self-centered and has no care for things of the world, basically. Yeah. No care for things outside of themselves. Kind of. And that like they're dangerous. The movie, like that's basically what dangerous. it is. All they care about is eating, masturbating. And, yeah. Masturbating and just hanging. Watching yeah 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 uh oh did we lose you guys again no i, I don't I, th- I think everybody is, is hesitating to to that <laughs> <laughs> was just thinking yeah. okay we're already there <laughs> just go yeah yeah, we are we are there except for the blatant like okay, so it seems that way. <laughs> you can draw these parallels, but you know, you can say like, okay, yeah, we don't have a social policy that you use Gatorade instead of water to water plants, right? Like Well, well we do <laughs> essentially. Do we? We, do. <laughs> we have glyphosate. That's true. And that That's uh true. that uh, sucks all the minerals out. <laughs> yeah, that sucks all the minerals out of the soil. So yeah, that yeah. that makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> and it's yeah. like used to decrease world hunger or I don't I don't know. We're there. Yeah. Yeah, medicine Pretty is much. nonsensical. Yeah. Yeah, I mean our whole reason just ripping medicine. <laughs> <laughs> like our entire show is based on ripping the whole medical industry. Mm-hmm. But that's another yeah. thing like about the yeah. movie when he went to the hospital that time and it basically he had to put all these plugs into various orifices <laughs> in order to diagnose himself. And uh, the doctor comes in and he's just a complete idiot just <laughs> talking nonsense. <laughs> but I think that that is also indicative of our medical industry. I was reading an article just randomly today about this. I don't know who she was, a journalist or somebody was really just talking about how much of an idiot this lady was that got onto a talk show and said that parents should do their own research when it comes to vaccinating their children. (laughs) And she actually said that the woman had the Dunning-Kruger effect which we can get into later, but she was just going on and on and on about how stupid this lady was and how vaccines were good and how mandatory vaccines would be even better. Mm-hmm. And this lady doesn't know what she's talking about and how dare she tell parents to do research when there's been research done already. <laughs> God, what the fuck is like- <laughs> No, actually, and I she can believe really, that. I mean, you could tell from the tone of the article that she was just really going on this lady. And she, you know, thought she was saying just all the right things. And she was being so witty and clever and lambasting this lady. <laughs> and she doesn't realize that she's the idiot. She has done it for her. <laughs> just so uh, people know, the Dunning-Kruger effect is um, uh, the the idea that in order to recognize your own incompetence, you have to have a certain level of competence. So it's kind of like people who are stupid don't actually realize that they're stupid. And a lot of times have an, like an exaggerated sense of confidence about their skills and their intelligence. So by an, 
pro-vax are coming on and calling an anti-vaxxer saying that she has the Dunning-Kruger effect. It's kind of, uh, kind of ironic. <laughs> but it's also, um, it's tragic. interesting that, uh, you, it, it really is. Yeah. But, uh, it's interesting you brought up the, the medical scene, the, the hospital scene in the, the idiocracy movie. Cause it was, it really reminded me like when he first goes into the hospital, he's trying to describe what his problem is to the, the clerk there in the Carl's Jr. uniform. And she just has like a series of symbols in front of her for each thing. So he's like, you know, I've got joint pain and my head kind of hurts, but at the same time, I'm kind of depressed. And like, and she's just like looking at the array of symbols in front of her and looking for which button to press to, to like just kind of diagnose him. And, uh, it, it just reminded me of like doctors complicated than just a series of symbols. Do they just, you know, a list of things in their heads that they can kind of diagnose somebody with. It's like, you've got joint pain. Okay. Well, we'll run this test to see if you've got arthritis and no, oh, you've got this going on. Okay. Well, we'll just check this. And it's like, there isn't any kind of like kind of holistic view of what might actually be going wrong. It's just a like, you know, simple diagnoses. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's like, you have this condition. If it's, it falls outside of that, then I don't know. Right. Well, and if you really want to screw their head up, you can you can bring back some research that you've done and say, hey, what about this? You know, and then immediately I think there's like an immediate shutdown. Yeah. Most of the time, most of the time, there are some doctors who will well, I know some you and some. Things, but. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I know some doctors who actually get kind of ticked off when people research stuff on the yeah. internet and they tell them. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like uh they don't want people to acquire knowledge because if they acquire knowledge they'll come in and they'll challenge them and they'll make their job more difficult it's it's threatening uh to them in some way Mm -hmm. to to think that somebody might have actually done more research than them and well you didn't take eight years of medical school i did blah 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 well, on the other side of that, too, it's interesting about just pharmaceutical drugs and how many people see commercials and then demand that their doctors give them those drugs. You know what I mean? And this whole thing with overprescribing and, you know, Obamacare and this idea that, well, they're demanding those drugs, so we have to give it to them, but the big pharma companies benefit as a result. And now the that's the excuse, well, why we overprescribed, you know, say something as tragic as Oxycontin is that, well, the the customer was in, well, the customer or the patient was in pain and they demanded I do something to, to relieve that. And I guess under Obamacare, they would get um, reviews, right? Is that right, Tiffany? Like, and if you had a negative review, then that didn't mm-hmm. look well for the doctor. And so they're trying to say, you know, the, the patient wanted it, so I had to give it to him. You know, it's all um, the patient coming back and keep yeah. money in your pockets. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, um, <clears throat> I had an interesting experience. My first contact with a chiropractor, I remember it stood out in my mind that he said, uh, I don't want you to come back. He's like, we want to do this, you know as effectively as we can so you don't have to come back mm-hmm. here anymore and you never hear that from like you know a general practitioner usually mm-hmm. 
So, well, and that's what, uh, taking taking well, your health into your own hands is not something that is profitable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What were you going to say, It's not only profitable, uh, yeah. but I think there I is thinking, a group of people. Well, did you guys... Oh, yeah. yeah, it sounds like We're our connection is pretty cho- choppy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe our message isn't meant to get out this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we're just too stupid There's... to trust it to be on the radio. <laughs> but we don't know that we're stupid. Yeah. Did you guys know that 10% of American college kids think that Judge Judy is on the Supreme Court? Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I read a statistic today um, that said, and I don't know how, how much I actually trust this. It said that um, there was a recent study by um, uh, with some U.S. governmental education thing. I can't, I can't remember what it was, but um, they had done a study and found that uh, 19% of high school graduates couldn't read. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I tried to link to the study, but it required like um, uh, using a password to get in. Um, so I couldn't actually look up what, what it was they were actually studying and what they considered it to be like that you can't read. So it might not have been that they couldn't read at all. Like maybe they could just read labels and uh, and uh, you know get by okay, but still, I was I was shocked at that. Like that's one fifth. That's just insane. I think that's the educational testing service, Doug, that you're talking about. And um, all teachers in the U.S. actually yeah, have to take their series so. of tests to um, to get a degree. You know what I mean? Like to get your license or whatever. And you know, I mean, they were saying that Americans were dead last in not only uh, um, reading, but uh, tech proficiency and numeracy and um, you know we shared this before on our show that it's it, I've seen it it's it's functional literacy illiterate people are mm. functionally illiterate like maybe they can read a job application or you know uh, maybe even a rental agreement but other than that you know I mean the fact that people even read anymore is especially in America. I'm not sure I can't speak outside of, the, of America, but um, there were some t- statistics about um, just in college. After two years in college, um, 45% of students in the U.S. showed no significant gains in learning. And after four years, they showed uh, 36%, 36% showed little change. They spent 50% less time studying compared to students a few decades ago. Um, 35% of students report spending five or a few hours per week actually studying. I mean, we're, we're talking college, so people are paying for this mm. in the U.S. at least. <laughs> and 50, 50% said they never took a class in a t- typical semester where they wrote more than 20 pages. Jeez. So back to our comment earlier that it's it's not just the elementary and high school education but it's actually university education as well and um, yeah for sure i mean and then they're offering uh, uh, classes in public universities 
And some of these classes, so what is a, a semester, like four months or depending on what type of system you're going through? But um, one of them was Lady Gaga and the Sociology of Fame, uh, learning from YouTube, <laughs> how to watch television. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine taking an entire semester class on something like that? I one of the ones that in that list that just made me laugh was is Harry Potter re- or what if Harry Potter were real? Yeah. <laughs> like that's a college educate that's a college level course. What if Harry Potter were real? Jeez. <laughs> it's beyond idiocracy. Yeah, I think that's why yeah. you know we kind of decided to have this topic today as our show was because it may be not overtly obvious to a lot of people, but if you're paying attention what's going on day to day, it's really scary, frightening. Yeah. yeah. And you bring up an interesting question, uh, Erica, because you said, you know, I'm, I'm just in the U.S., so I only see the U.S. And a lot of the times you do see a lot of the, a lot of the articles and stuff like that are talking about, you know, they're from a U.S.-centric kind of point of view. So I wonder, is this a is this a worldwide phenomenon, or is it is it simply the U.S.? Uh, I think it'd be the Anything West. What about our our U.K. and Spanish correspondents have anything to say about this? <laughs> I th- I'm going to share well the Spanish one. I think what I've seen from the public healthcare system, like you know, colleagues like trying to keep up with their children's, you know tasks and everything in school it's still pretty good but everything it's all very like technical in a sense of whereas before a teacher will assign a homework and check it herself now it's everything it's done online you know even tests can be done online Mm -hmm. you know and And it is extremely stressful for people that are folk people from countryside because they don't you know they're not used to computers, you know. So I have seen that, you know, how they struggle to keep up with their children's work, you know, and on a technological society. That's what I've noticed from my side. Yeah. In the uh, in the UK, um, I don't. Go on, Elliot. We want to hear about the UK. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't have much to compare it to, I guess. Um, but what I can say is that when I've spoken to my dad, um, the maths and the science um, tests that he used to do when he was in his teens um, have gotten significantly easier. Um, so hmm. what he was learning when he was, say, 15 years old um, was to a much higher level than what, 15 year olds are now learning um yeah. and so i think this is this is kind of common in in the western world but i think specifically in the u.s and I, I think the uk as well because the uk tends to follow in the u.s's footsteps a lot of the time so um mm-hmm. we we kind of see the same thing in the uk whereas everything is is really becoming um much more simplified and um and less sort of specialized i guess um, and it's the same for degrees, you know, doc- doctors, um, I think they generally have to learn a lot less than what a doctor would have to learn, say, in the 60s. Um, and so yeah. whether that is whether that is because 
um, whether it's sort of to meet the needs of the people so that people are getting dumber and therefore the education system has to sort of fit fit to the people or mm-hmm. whether it's that the education system is degraded and therefore the people are more stupid. It's hard to say. Um, mm. But yeah, it, it seems to be the case in the UK anyway. I have a couple more stories that are of interest comparing the Russian educational system and the Western one. Uh, when I was a kid, like, uh, what, eight years old or nine years old, I went to Russia and my cousin, my Russian cousin, asked me what I have just learned in mathematics. And I told her, okay, this, this and that. And she's, she had this expression of pain in her face. Like she was thinking that that was like the dumbest thing for an eight year old to learn. Like I should be learning more interesting things and more complex things. And similarly, I have a Russian friend. She did her educational system in Russia, and then she went back to Costa Rica. She um, she entered high school in Costa Rica, and she said she didn't have to study like for six years because she saw everything mm-hmm. in Russia. You know, she uh-huh. yeah, basically there was nothing six new years. that she could learn. You know, yeah, like six years oh straight, she didn't God. study anything. You know? <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the I've actually got. Go ahead, Doug, please. Sorry, go ahead, Jonathan. Okay. Uh, I was just going to say, like, there was um, (laughs) – there was uh, – I I remember seeing a clip of a – it was a game show from – I mean, it was in black and white. It must have been from, like, the 50s or something like that. And it was – I don't know the nature of the game show, but it basically had a panel of celebrities of the time. And they were asked questions, and and they would sit there and and try and kind of reason out what the answer was. Mm -hmm. And they were so eloquent – I think and I've seen that show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember the name of it, but it no. was in black and white. It was in the sixties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And and it's like they were they were so eloquent and their reasoning was solid. Like every and I'm just sitting there watching. I was kind of dumbfounded. I was like, this is the level of television mm-hmm. that was around in the fifties. It was just like <laughs> I I couldn't believe it because like, you know, you compare it to to, to like you know the level of like you know a sit it's it's really like it was mind blowing i was kind of like i can't believe i was back then yeah they would actually yeah. sit there and smoke and have conversations yeah, yeah they were smoking that's being, right <laughs> you know, whoever can be the loudest or the funniest or the most flamboyant yeah is what is entertaining these days but the us is i guess the number one exporter of stupidity is like the mm-hmm. the music <laughs> industry the movie industry i mean they're huge overseas yeah. So all the stupid stuff that we as Americans watch, like all those uh, raunchy comedies that come out, like I don't know, The Hangover and movies like that, <laughs> yeah. get exported over other places. I guess they translate better in places like the UK or Australia or something where yeah. English is first language. But still, I mean, we send a lot of stupid crap out to the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> we are number one. <laughs> <laughs> America. When I went to when I went to college, uh, I took a course in uh, Tolkien in the body of Tolkien's work, and uh, at huh. the time, at the time, that was like one of those weird where you're like, "Wow, I get to take a class on on Lord of the Rings! Like that's cool," you know. And that, <clears throat> but now that would be seen. I mean, it, it, don't get me wrong; it was actually like an academic course, and it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. But I think now that would be seen as like a course in you know level four mechanical engineering, you know, versus, <laughs> yeah. 
You know what I mean? Versus at the time where it was like a goofy, like, wow, this is really cool. Now that would be like how to watch TV. So that, that level has <laughs> yeah. like gone down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I wonder if the level has dropped too, at least in, in the U.S., because as we shared in the writing show, that clip from Jordan Peterson, like the comprehension and the ability of students to communicate through writing is so dumbed down that um, the teachers don't have the time or the resources to teach those things that were never actually taught. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I have a, a co-worker that I help her proofread her papers and she's in college and, you know, she'll bring them in to me and I'll read it. And it's and uh, she said, oh, I'm so glad this semester they're only making us write one paper. Whereas last semester they made us wrote seven papers. Right, right, right. Excuse me. And she uh, and I and I just we had just done the show on writing and I kind of said, well, you know, it may be kind of hard for your professor to go through more than one paper a semester because people can't really communicate very well, you know? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't even think of that, you know? And so, I mean, it's as the dumbing down happens, they have to dumb down the college courses as well because they still want to have students and get money. But if you, you know, have to take an entrance mm -hmm. exam and you're, you're testing in at a reading and writing level of eighth grade, I mean, how much information can you have your students be responsible for? Yeah. <clears throat> well, they, it uh, must I, be exhausting for professors these days to like, read these really horrible like disorganized essays so i can see why they would go from seven down to one it's like yeah. no no more yeah <laughs> I, I, I used to teach uh i might have mentioned this before but at graphic design at a university i wasn't a professor but i was a, a associate i guess they call it and uh that was in 2007 eight, nine. And the students at that time were pretty motivated. I had one where I had, I, you know, just as you do have bad days and I had missed my, my plan for that day. So I gave the students a, a workshop that was already existing online to do. And I got some scathing letters that were like, hey, dude, we're paying for an education here. Don't just give us some bullshit from the Internet. And so that was <laughs> that was a ray of hope. That was actually good, I thought. <clears throat> But, you know, that again, uh, what I was going to say is I still have some friends who, who teach, and uh, I notice generally, uh, I don't have any, you know, hard empirical data about this, my own anecdotal experience, that, that generally now you'll say something like, I, whereas in the past you might have said, I have a good class this year, or I've got, you know, mm -hmm. five or ten students that are real bright. Now it's like one, like I've mm -hmm. got a really sweet, good student in my class too, who is motivated and interested in the topics as opposed to five to 10, you know, it, it seems generally to me without any actual data that that as well as is going down, you know, the bright shining stars are fewer and far between. And it really, to, to be a bright shining star nowadays, what do you have to have like the motivation and initiative? That's pretty much it. Well, it, creativity and interest, you know, back to the whole thing that Elliot was saying about the devices. And we've covered this on the show in the past is you know, these um, iPads and technology and younger and younger children are being exposed to it. And so it's dulling down that creativity and that interest. 
So something yeah. as exciting as reading for a child is not what it was even 10 and 15 years ago. So it's yeah. no. work. They want to they don't play video games. They don't want to read. Well, and if you think, yeah. you know, you Tiffany was what the about next generation is going to be like, yeah. where the no. kids who are all into texting and cell phones and video game book and all that now become parents. God. What will their children's lives be like? Well, they'll be essentially, you know, you pass on your addiction, right? So, yeah. so the next generation, it's pretty it's bad. Like, is there any hope? Yeah, I can't. Um, it's pretty I can't bad already even now. Wrap my mind around it. Yeah, what are they gonna just sit in a cubicle all day and just be hooked to a computer and somebody brings them food and yeah, that's it. Yeah, they yeah. don't well, even have it. to go to school anymore because they go online. Yeah, that's scary. Well, it'd be like that scene in Idiocracy where the the uh, relaxing chair, whatever you call it, the easy boy or whatever they call it, has a toilet built into it, and they have everything extending out, and you know what I mean? Oh man, I hate that. Like in in all of this, like the potty humor still gets me. I love it. It's getting there. Yeah. Well, I think to be fair on the uh, on the millennials that there are a decent amount who still you know want to interact with the world around them. I think where the diversion happens is that it's a it's sort of a simulacre where the, uh, mm. the the digital world is overlaid with the real world. So they might be out, you know, mm. checking out the woods, walking through the city, talking to friends. But while they're doing that, they're posting on Instagram, they're marking their location on yeah. Facebook. <laughs> you know, it's it's intertwined. Yeah. So very rarely will you just leave all your devices at home and go do something. Yeah. So. I mean, I think a lot of the even doing those things is so you can actually post it on social media. Look what I'm doing. Look what I'm <laughs> yeah. eating. So maybe the next generation too. won't even go out. They'll just stay in all the time. Just Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of that, too. I'll catch myself throughout the day like. I'll have a funny thought. Oh, post it on Facebook. That was funny. You get some likes. They got you, John. It, come, it comes up. Head. Yeah, it, it comes up subconsciously. Yeah. That's frustrating. Uh. <laughs> so some of the other comical comparisons, I guess if we want to lighten it up a little bit, is uh, one of the ones we were looking at, this guy – uh, dressed as a T-Rex in one of those big floppy T-Rex costumes and then teased an alligator. <laughs> yeah. He was, yeah. that was crazy. And he lived. Happened, yeah. right? and he, yeah. was like, he was like smacking it on the nose and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. he was yeah. doing it though in front of a bunch of kids who were watching him. I'm yeah. like, what if something had gone wrong? Oh and God. the kids watched this guy be murdered by an alligator. <laughs> yeah. Could totally happen. <laughs> Well, that was there's that oh, story man. that uh, Joe Rogan talks about in his stand-up, where there were some kids throwing pine cones at a tiger in the zoo, and the tiger <laughs> escaped and killed killed one of the kids in the like cafeteria of the zoo. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. So yeah, it's like throwing pine cones at a monster, you know, at an actual yeah. monster. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty unbelievable, actually. It's like. 
you know, I, I, and I wonder if it's just that those kids, like, just they, they had no frame of reference for it. Like, it was just like, you know, they, they'd seen videos of tigers before, so that thing in front of them wasn't, you know, they didn't have an, an understanding like, that this thing is actually really dangerous. Tigers are killers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What yeah, about I mean... some some guy playing Pokemon, and he went into a, a tiger enclosure at the zoo. Ah, uh, I do <sighs> have a vague memory of that. Yeah, to catch a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Talk about being disconnected. Yeah. Or like the uh the diet soda being promoted as medicine for kidney stones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this got what kidneys yeah. crave. You <laughs> <laughs> will make it major. Yeah. Well it's funny it was yeah, in the journal that's of just urology, unreal. right? Yeah, it was actually in the yeah. the legitimate medical journal. Yeah, mm. and the, the the argument was basically that because it had, was it phosphorus, mm. or may, no it's, citric citric acid, something like that. It was like, oh, because it's got citric acid in it, and because it's 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 hydrating because there's water in there, then therefore it would be good for kidney stones. And it's like, you know, did they actually do any science on this? Did they try and do a correlation between diet soda drinkers and kidney stones? I mean, I think you know. I don't know for sure, but I have a feeling that it probably would be higher among diet soda. And doesn't drinkers. too much yeah. soda in general cause kidney stones? Yeah, yes. yes. so yes. phosphorus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But diet soda wouldn't. <laughs> it's the aspartame. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's aspartame a bunch is of what kidneys there. crave. <laughs> There's been a there's been a lot of stories of like I mean I guess you could say more recently but I mean I've I've been hearing quote unquote fail stories for years you know like mm-hmm. there's the the hillbillies who tried to replace a fuse in their truck with a bullet casing and it went off you know like mm-hmm. stuff like that oh my God. like stupid stories have been happening all of, like one of the ones that we had in our list yeah. here that we were looking at was the guy who got his got his penis stuck in a weight you know in a, yeah. like a circular <laughs> weight. <laughs> you know, people are going to do that. Like, so if I do, like, <laughs> I do the devil's advocate argument and say that there always have and there always will be stupid people. But Doug, you had mentioned mm-hmm. that before. Yes. Um, that I think that even given that, we can still see that it's increasing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's like there's always these individual stories. Like the Darwin Awards have been around for years. That's been circulating. Like I would get email anthologies of the Darwin Awards, like when email first kind of came around. And uh, if, if anybody doesn't know, the Darwin Awards are just kind of like people who died doing really stupid things. Mm-hmm. The idea being that they've taken themselves out of the um, the breeding pool so that this stupidity won't kind of continue. Although that's kind of an assumption, really. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, there's been there's been stupid people like ever like like I said before, like ever ever since the human race has existed, there's going to be some stupid people out there. But um, it's kind of the overall trends, I think, that you 